0: Welcome to another NFL edition of the Randling Viking podcast. We are quickly approaching the end of the NFL season, but we're also in technically we're in the postseason for college football. So big news is obviously college football playoffs. You have OU versus LSU, Ohio State versus Clemson. Um gonna be interesting. Gonna be gonna be I think it's gonna be a great year for the playoffs. we I think we've seen an interesting shift too. Because even within the SEC, which they've always said you know powerhouse, and I still say you know SEC is probably the strong strongest overall con- conference. However, just on a personal, just on a personal note, seeing or seeing how the Big Twelve had been ridic- ridiculed in the years past for high scores, low defense. Um, what are we seeing overall now? You're seeing a trend of high scores, even within the SEC. You're seeing um, you're seeing higher scoring games, not these nine to three games, these fourteen to ten games, things like that, but twenty in the twenties, thirties, and even forties. So, and to that, I would just say, who was really ahead of the game? Huh? Huh? I'm not sitting here to really dispute that. Not that serious, but just an interesting observation. A uh, quick, quick dip into college football, playoff predictions. So, I, as we approach like the last few games of the year, something that I noticed, and we'll kind of break down each team. Is so we'll start with Ohio State. I think they're going to be in the national championship. What do I keep yawning? I think they're going to be in the national championship game. I think they've really done extremely well. And the big thing that I've seen is I've seen a really outside of like one or two games. You've seen a c- consistency with how are they, how they just throttle teams. Like if it's a good team, it'll be a good game. But if it's, but they'll still, they're still high power doing well. Um, but when it's not a good team, they've absolutely demolished them. So you've seen clear consistency where week in, week out, no matter who they're playing, they really have stayed uh, the same. And so that's been, so to me, that's that's a, a sign, a strong sign of doing well and at least being in the national championship game. Then we also obviously have uh, Clemson. Defending champs. I'm not confident. Well, I mean, they're obviously playing Ohio State, but not confident. Okay, I might stop yelling at some point today. Sorry. Um, mainly because so the big knock on them all year is um, a they almost lost to Syracuse, but b more importantly, their strength of schedule has been nothing. Like they've they've had really, uh, a pretty weak schedule overall, not saying, not trying to necessarily take away from the fact that they're a good team, but I think that plays into it. Like you need to have three, four, like really tough games. You need to play some good opponents because you cruise all the way through and then you haven't, you haven't played any bruisers. Even if you are an experienced team coming off national championship, like you're not going to coast through the college football play. Like you need to, you it's different game planning for a high power team versus a middle of the road or even crappy team, and so that's why I think they're going to fall short. They're going to lose to Ohio State. Ohio State's going to go to the national championship game. Then we have the other game, which I'm a little bit more personally invested in, just being an Oklahoman. Um, LSU versus OU. So this one, I'm really torn. Because big part of it is, I obviously uh, like OU, and I want them to do well. And I would love to see them get over the hump, get to the national championship and at least compete for it, if not win it. you know However, however, LSU this year is just that animal. I honestly, in all things considered, I see LSU and Ohio State as being those teams. Like they've just been those teams all year. Joe Burrow's that dude. I like Joe Burrow. I like what LSU's got going and kind of their comeback. And it's hard. It's hard to to truly and fully say that I believe that OU is going to beat LSU from the standpoint of. Let me say this: Baylor ends up being a really good team. However, the last few weeks have been not so great in terms of the defense has really fallen off the wagon. First, like, four weeks, defense was solid. You're like, oh, it's going to be a different year. Defense fell off the wagon. Teams figured out ways to exploit them. Um, and then we've seen the, the other issues, your turnovers in terms of Jalen Hurts coughing up the ball. Now, there's been a couple where, like, I don't really fault him at all. Like, it's literally guys just punching out the ball. And doing, doing doing their part, like doing a really good job of just finding the ball and punching at it and at the right time. And it's like, man, there's not a lot you can do. But that's been a big problem. Now, on the flip side of that, you want to talk about overcoming deficits and m- making epic comebacks and just staying in the fight? Tremendous. Tremendous. You can never count them out of a game. You can't count them out of a game. Down 20, whatever. Come back in the second half? Make it happen. Make all the right plays. Have just the right things happen. However, what you see in those sort of scenarios is, A, you can't come back forever. You can't do that consistently. You can do that a couple Holy crap. What is this yawn attack? You can't do that week in, week out. You can't expect that week in, week out. I don't foresee that staying a thing. Um, and particularly when you get against national title contending teams like LSU and you get in these big games, you know what? A lot of times both good defenses, both good offenses, and you know, it's back and forth. What it comes down to, this is these are the games when those little things, those little mistakes, for instance, fumbles and fumbles for turnovers, interceptions, or drop passes, those tiny little details can come back to bite you not getting a fourth and one. Um you know, in the in the middle of the second quarter or something like that and flipping the field and then they've got a shorter field than if you would have punted like those sort of moves, that's when it comes back to bite you. And so the big the big question mark up in the air is is how how are they going to fare? Um I think look, I think both offenses are gonna do work here. How is it gonna fare defensively? And is OU gonna cough up is Jalen and OU gonna cough up the ball? Are they going to get down early? Those are the two big things. Because honestly, honestly, they've had great first drives. But then they fall off the wagon and they don't get back on until after halftime. So, that's the big thing. I think OU could do it. But they're going to have to play an impeccable game. Impeccable. Um, LSU definitely the favorite. And I think LSU is definitely is most likely going to win. I'm going to be cheering for OU, though, as an Oki. Um, so, with my prediction, so fan prediction is it would be OU-Ohio State, and then OU goes in there, and it's a shootout, but OU comes out on top, wins another national championship, woohoo! Uh, but realistic prediction is I believe LSU uh, is going to win. It's going to be Ohio State and LSU, and to that one, that one's more of a 50-50 match to me. I don't know. I know Justin Fields has had some minor injuries, um, injury issues the last couple of weeks, and I can't remember who they played. But I remember watching Ohio State, and they weren't seemingly firing on all. It was Wisconsin. Was it Wisconsin? The Big Ten Championship. They could not get it together early on. It was a tough game, hard fought game. Wisconsin had their numbering game plan for them, and so I don't know. I don't know how they'll do against the a Heisman-level quarterback on the other side of the ball with a solid system. So I honestly would give the slight edge to LSU. But uh, it's honestly a toss-up. And I don't I don't know who I'd even want to see win at that point. That's just one of those where I'd be excited to watch a good football game. Whoever comes out on top comes out on top. You know? But that's enough about college football. Just done a nice little 10 minutes on that. Um, so it's going to be confusing when... This says NFL episode. I might call it football episode um, just because I had enough college in there. So let's jump back to the meat of what this is supposed to be, the NFL. Holy crap. Two things. What a week. Um, oh, how things are panning out. And wow, did my picks go well. Um, I got 13 points, which I believe is 13 picks right. Feeling. feel pretty good about myself pretty darn good I think I don't think it's enough for me to jump into first yeah I'm still a close second but I'm only two behind now so now it's 145 and leaders 143 um so I'm right there chomping at the bit but anywho let's uh let's jump into what happened this last week so many interesting things. So, first and foremost on Thursday, surprise, surprise, the Ravens beat the Jets. However, it should be noted, the Jets, and I didn't watch this game, the Jets did score 21 points. The Jets have put up points the last three weeks. There's something going there. They're obviously not going to make the playoffs, but if they can keep this team together for the most part next year, it could be a decent team. Um, I'd even maybe put them ahead of the Browns, depending on how that situation because the Browns are still the Browns. Now, the Jets are still the Jets, but Ravens, obviously won. Lamar is doing his thing. Going to be exciting to watch. I obviously pick Lamar. Then we had Bears-Packers. was a was a pretty tight game, actually. Even though 88% of people went to Packers, it was only 21-13, uh, the Bears put up a pretty good fight, and they're kind of getting it together a little bit. Uh, I don't know where they stand in the playoff race. Let me let me pull up that's a good idea. Um let me put that up here so we can see how this is gonna pan out. Hopefully that was posted. Let's find this article. So Really. Really. Alright, who else was I looking at? Who was I just on? Who's I saying? Oh, Bears, Packers, that's right. Yep. So okay, Bears are eliminated. So right now in the hunt, got oh boy, I just lost my train of thought. Anyways, anyways, um, where's it breaking down? Okay, playoff pictures. So we'll just start from the top. First round buys because you you have in the AFC you have. Ravens and the Pats. Nobody's surprised there. In the NFC, you've got the Packers and the Seahawks. No surprises there. Right now, your AFC wild cards. The Steelers have managed to get it together. Um, Steelers at Chiefs. And then you've got Bills at Texans. Uh, in the NFC wild card, you're looking at the Vikings, Saints. And then San Francisco um, at Dallas. So, some good games. However... These are not set in stone yet. We've got one more week of football right now, and you've got a couple teams still alive. Oh, oh, I did not realize. Okay, you have Tennessee. Yes, I knew they were still in the hunt. Did not. These two surprised me. Cleveland and Oakland, I guess, still can uh, make it happen. Very interesting here. Then in the NFC, you have the Rams and the Eagles both right there chomping at the bit, looking to squeak their way in. So we'll just have to see what happens. But went over that as we go through. So we can kind of uh, analyze these games, bring them down. Then Pats at Bengals. Pats won 34-13. That was an obvious pick there. They're rolling, doing their thing. Not much to say about that one. The Chiefs um, found their stride and beat the Broncos. No surprise there. Also an easy pick. They won twenty-three to three. Buccaneers at Lions. The Bucks putting up points. Um, the Lions are back to being the Detroit Lions of the yachts, and uh, by that I mean uh, non-existent and not good. So the Bucks. Sitting uh, sitting strong right now. However, I believe they are eliminated. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Bucks are out of it. Yep, they're just out of it. Because New Orleans has clinched. And then their overall record, well, it's the same as the Eagles, but hmm. Hmm, <laughs> hmm, I gotta I got to do some more research on what exactly is going on with this. You know? Uh, Texans Titans Texans just squeaked it out thank goodness most people picked the Titans 57%. It was basically 50-50. 57-43 in favor of the Titans. I uh, so I call I guess I called the upset there. I wouldn't I don't really call those matchups if it's if it's less than 60-40 split I don't really call it like an upset because it doesn't count to that for me. Giants I guess they don't want that draft pick so bad um they caught a win against the Dolphins 36 to 20. Another obvious pick. I guess I shouldn't feel too good about all my picks because they were fairly obvious this time around. So, what a, is what it is? Then, uh, quite the thriller Eagles beat the Redskins 37 20, albeit 27, albeit it was not that close, and the Eagles were behind most of the game, almost the entire game. So, shout out to Carson Wentz for rallying and winning and keeping the hopes of all of us Eagle fans. In it, which um, since I'm since I'm here first, I haven't even got, I haven't gotten to the Dallas game yet. NFC title is up for grabs, meaning here we go, coming down to the final week. the The Eagles, if they they're going to Dallas, if they win, then. They clinch the division and they can get in the playoffs. They are both 7 and 7, only Dallas has the better record. Now, let me look at these tiebreakers, though. Dallas has had fizzle. Okay. Yeah, so Dallas beat Eagles the first time, so they'd be 1 and 1. And then the Eagles have a better conference record than the Buccaneers. So that's why they're ahead of the Buccaneers. Oh man, this is this is exciting. How do I go back? Okay, here we go. So that'll be that'll be oh, man. It's gonna be such a good game. I'm excited. I, I at least hope it's a really good game because the Cowboys have fallen off the wagon. The Eagles have managed to rally, so it's kind of coming from two different ends of it. <sighs> Even though, I mean, we all know the Cowboys are total garbage. But what the. So then we've got Seahawks Panthers. What a close one, but the Seahawks are just doing their thing and Russell Wilson is being an absolute animal this season. Uh, they won 30 to 24. took them in that pick again. Uh, Browns Cardinals finally. Oh finally, Cardinals did me right. show you the OU court- showdown of the OU quarterbacks. Kyler Murray takes that dub. The Browns keep being the Browns. Kyler Murray makes a statement. 38-24. Only 20% of people picked the Cardinals in this matchup. I was feeling good about it. Picked him. Picked my boy Kyler Murray. Ice in his veins. Uh, Best thing I saw all week was the video of him scrambling for like 40 yards. They said, (laughs) Kyler Murray... (laughs) scrambling looks like some badass toddler when they're running away from their mom and it is the most accurate description like he's just got these little legs and his his arms are just out to, and he's just and they're just going and he's just like shifty and scrambling around it literally looks like a little toddler who just grabs something and trying to get away and he's just on the run it's awesome but shout out to him uh, only 20 percent of people picked the cardinals and i fell in that 20 percent so that was an upset i picked right then what the crap happened with the raiders Trying to pull for the Raiders here, along with 91% of people. And they lose 20-16 to to the Jags, who I think just fired Tom Coughlin. Yep. It's, what? Ugh. So one of the three games that I picked wrong, but it's okay. Vikings-Chargers, Vikings stomped all over them, um, 39-10. to So I, I took them as the favorite. And then the upset that nobody saw coming. Trap game. Trap game. Trap game. And let's let's be real. I've been talking about this all season, saying there's going to be those few weird games and with this with the 49ers. So you have the Falcons, 49ers, 49ers are so good that it's like, look, there's going to be one of those weird games and I'm not going to pick it. And I called it out. I said I said, you know, it's it, those things are so hard to see. It's like trying it's like picking Giannis at like 15th or 16th in the draft. Not to switch sports on, on you, but Picking Giannis Antetokounmpo at, like, 15th in the draft, and then he ends up being MVP. Like, your, your odds of getting a league MVP at that spot in the draft are, like, 2%. Same with the odds of picking which game are the Falcons going to upset people. Well, it was this game, 29-22. Um, 97% of people, including me, picked the 49ers. So, that's fun. That's just Wonderful. Then, uh, what the crap happened, uh, other upset, I guess, you, yeah, you can call it upset based on the pick spread, that didn't pick, I was hoping for the best, the Rams absolutely fell apart in the face of the Cowboys and lost all of their mojo, 21 to 44, what the crap, 76% of people picked the Rams, I think half of that is people who have just picked the Rams every week this year, and then the other half of that is like, oh wow, the Rams are doing hot, Cowboys are sputtering, here we go. And the Cowboys shut everybody's mouth. But they still suck, and they're going to lose this week against the Eagles, and they're going to fall out of the playoffs. They could still... I don't know if they could still make... I don't know how that's still going to work, because they could still make, like, they'll they'll win the division. Eagles can win the division, and something... I feel like there's still a way that the Cowboys could make, like, a wild card, but... I don't know how that, I don't, I'm not, I was not versed and ready, prepared uh, to really get into playoff talk, and I don't know why I wasn't thinking about this, but you know we're here, we're here, and that's what's happening, yeah, no, there's no way they make it in, because all the other teams in the NFC are so good, anywho, so messed up those two games, but then I got the Sunday night game right Bills took it to the Steelers, 17-10. to Sounds like a classic game for those two teams and how they're built. Uh, most P- Bills were the favorite, 66-34. So, yeah. The attack of the yarn continues, and I apologize profusely. What an interesting way to, like, say I'm trying to apologize extensively is, like, using the word profuse because you normally think sweating. Um, maybe that's just me, though. Um, and then finally on Monday night, the saints took it to the Colts. See, you know, the Colts done me dirty all year, all year. So I was, there was a side of me that was like, watch the Colts do something, watch them do something. But no, the saints came in, took care of business. They're ready. They're getting primed and ready for this playoff run. They're trying to redeem after last year's botched call that, um, most all New Orleans fans will say cost them a Super Bowl. Now, that's totally up for debate because it's one thing to get to the Super Bowl, it's another thing to win it. However, they weren't even able to have fight to win it because of said bad call in the NFC Championship. Everyone knows the story. 97% of people picked the Saints in this. I myself included got it right and good pick. So, moving on. Oh crap, there's two weeks left. I'm a big fat idiot. I can't count. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I might want to go ahead and... Hmm, I don't feel like I want to pick right now. Oh, i and preemptively do this because next week, I'm just realizing next week is um, Christmas and Thursday. It's going to be complicated all across that bridge when I get there. So, coming into this week then. We are going to start off tonight dun, dun, dun. with the – oh, wrong tab. Texans, Buccaneers. So, Texans, they want to keep their playoff chances alive. And uh, the Buccaneers are – I guess they're fighting for a playoff spot. There's some scenarios that they could make it. Um, but – so, yeah – it's a heavy spread in favor of the Texans. I'm going to take that spread after they they were able to squeak out a close victory. I think that defense is stout enough to mess with Jameis Winston, um, Chris Godwin. His go-to dude is uh, dealing with a hamstring injury, so down a big receiver. Who's he's kind of their he's kind of their big play deep man threat. He always gets. You know, four, five, six, seven targets and 100 and something yards. Feels like he gets that a lot, so there would be that. Oh, this should be a good game. Bills, Patriots, eleven and three versus ten and four. Hmm. Not in that order. Patriots are eleven and three. <clears throat> Bills are ten and four. Sorry if you're dyslexic out there and being very confused. I don't mean to. So, Patriots are are the obvious favorite. And, you know, the AFC's got some some fairly stout teams this year, actually. So, in the Ravens, in the, I'd put the Bills right in that talk, in the Chiefs, the Patriots don't have the opportunity to coast the last couple games. They need, they need to fight, they need to play. Mm-hmm. Both these teams are acclimated cold to weather, cold weather, it's in Foxborough, so... Yeah, we're going to go with Pats. I'm going to take the Pats. Take the Pats. Bills could upset them, though, and that could be one of those upsets I get wrong. Now, here we go. 49ers-Rams. Both teams took an L, a tough L last week. The Rams got beat down. The 49ers just, it was a trap game. I think the 49ers are going to come back primed and ready and are going to put on a show and destroy the Rams, and the Rams are going to continue to struggle and struggle their way right out of playoff contention. Uh, that's just me, which I do like uh, Sean McVay as a coach. Dude's really smart, but I think people have got his number this year, and I think that's coming back to bite him. Jags-Falcons, oy. With the way the Falcons have been playing, it's hard to pick against them, and with the turmoil that the Jags organization have had in their front office and at quarterback position, I'm going to take the Falcons only because they're at home. I mean, I don't think it would really make much of a difference in how I picked that way, but, you know, we're going to go with the Falcons. They're the heavy favorite there. Um, Anyways, so, yeah, there's that. Oh, gosh. A couple trash games in a row. Bengals-Dolphins, our non bye bye week game of the week, goes to the Bengals at the Dolphins. Two teams that are gunning for a draft pick. Cincinnati, foiled... Everyone's chances at seeing a winless team this year. Miami, they're the high school football team that sometimes likes to play a couple times a year, but for the most part, just likes to hang out on the sideline with, NF- with their NFL heroes. Um, Dolphins is a favorite here. I mean, they're 3-11 and versus, uh, they got a stout 3-11 and versus, uh, you know, a not-so-good 1-13 and record. So, come on, I mean, what do you want me to do here? I'll take the Dolphins in this. They're at home, too. If it was at, in Cincinnati, it might be a different story. Ravens, Browns. Browns, browns are fighting. Oh, and almost like I'm fighting these yawns. Why is this happening? All right, Ravens. Ravens, Browns. The Browns are fighting for the spot. Ravens have clinched. However, I, don't, I think the Ravens can going to keep their neck on... Their neck on the throttle. Um, I mix those two up. Their foot on the throttle or their foot on the neck. And just squash them. It's like a 90-5, 95-5 five, five spread. Taking the favorite. I'm sorry. I'm not seeing an upset. Same with Saints-Titans. I'm going to get in trouble this week because it's playoff time. So, here's the thing. we got these teams that are trying to really get in, make their case and squeeze in. And so, I think they're going to fight pretty hard. But it's hard, but then you have the teams that are yeah, they're already in, but they're trying to I mean, you, you they're trying to keep their momentum going. So, I'm still going to take the Saints over the Titans. Heavy, heavy favorite. Almost everybody's picked them. Another 95-5. Then we have the Panthers and Colts, two mediocre teams that I think they're both out of the playoffs. Is this the same? Okay. Okay. I now hate CBS Sports website. They autoplay videos with sound. Like the devil that they are. Yeah, Colts are out um i mean i guess maybe there's a chance they could squeak in with some crazy scenarios but i don't know i haven't i haven't gone through all those it, ugh, i maybe should have but honestly i'll go through those probably next week or um, if not for the final week um leading up to the final week wait wait that would be next week's episode and no that'll be in two weeks and go through all the crazy playoff scenarios because we're not there. We're still a few weeks out, and still still far enough out for things to move around. That I'm not. It's not worth me digging in and playing out all these scenarios. Panthers Colts. I take the Colts, heavy favor again. Then ooh, another garbage game, an NFC East matchup. Not the one. Um, Giants Redskins. Redskins are slightly favored right now because I will say this: they showed out well last week against the Eagles almost came away with the win. Haskins is just was being struggle bus Haskins. So um I'm going to continue pulling for the Giants. So two things here. Hate the Redskins, but hate both these teams. So ideally it would be a tie. Perfect ending to this game would be a tie. However, I'm going to continue shout out to Connor here. I'm pulling for that that draft pick. Get that top two draft pick. Um, go get it, Giants. Take the L. I think Dwayne Haskins is going to show up and they do just enough and get a nice little win. Nice little win. Um, and then we've got Steelers-Jets. Now, this is interesting because Steelers are a hefty favorite here. However, like I noted in the last couple weeks, the Jets have scored points and put up points. I mean, they got throttled by 21 uh, but it's the Ravens. But this is the Steelers and the Jets could could pull an upset. I don't know if I wanna pick it though. It's kind of a risk right now. I'm so close to getting here, um to getting taking top spot in my pick skin them pick that it's like, oh But the Steelers are really in playoff contention. The Jets are not, so I think the Steelers are gonna step up and play. So I'll take the favorite again here. Um then we've got the Broncos Lions in Denver. So it's tough for the Lions to come in this time of year. I mean it's always tough to go to Denver anyways, but uh, Denver has shown up. I don't even know who their quarter last I knew their quarterback was Drew Locke and he was doing some things, but I think they might have switched quarterbacks again. It's like their fourth one this season. So I don't know what's going on in Denver. Also don't really know or care to know what's going on in Detroit uh, outside of the fact that it's a dumpster fire. You know, it's like, hey, what is on fire in this dumpster? No, I don't really care. I'm going to keep walking because uh, I don't want to be caught around this dumpster fire, especially if there's anything um, dangerous or hazardous or the hobo who started this dumpster fire or arsonist who did. I don't, I, I'm you know, I don't, I'm just not going to mess with it. You know, that's the way I see it. Raiders Chargers, another mediocre matchup. Now, Chargers are favorited here. The Raiders did struggle last week and took the L to I already forgot who, but I know it was a surprise. The Chargers have just been the Chargers like they have been for the past, I don't know, five years. Mm, So, in a lot of ways, I feel like I want to pick the Raiders here and take the upset. This one might bite me in the butt, though. But I'm gonna take the Raiders. I think the Raiders are gonna bounce back and get a win. And I think the Chargers are gonna continue to struggle. So Raiders are six and eight, Chargers are five and nine. I think there's some there's probably some crazy scenario where the Raiders are on the cusp where they could Oh, they are still in the hunt according to that chart I saw. On yeah. They're still in the hunt. They're fighting for a playoff spot. They're gonna win. Then my favorite game, the NF for the division. I think I need to look at the tiebreaker. So I've uh, got this pulled up here. The um, go over the rules: six playoff teams for each from each conference are seated as such. The division champion with the best record, the division champion with the second best record, the division champion with the third, the division champion with the fourth, the wild card team with the best record, the wild card team with the second best record. So that's how we, that's how they get selected. Um. So we'll see a nine and seven or eight and eight club from the NFC East. All right, um, win their division and host a team. Uh, this is I'm pulling this from CBS. <sighs> so, so the so the Eagles or Cowboys are obviously going to win. So the division tiebreakers are your head to head record, division record, best one. Loss tied percentage in common games. Best one loss tied percentage in games played within the conference. Strength of victory, strength of schedule. Oh, wow. It gets really deep. So head-to-head record, they would be one-on-one. Division record, the Cowboys would then have one loss, and the Eagles would have one loss. So they would have the same record. So we'll go to best one loss tied percentage in common games. Um... NFC East, the Cowboys win Sunday against the Eagles, a lock-in head-to-head tiebreaker and the number four seed, beating Philly in Week 16 and earlier in Week 7. Um, oh, but it doesn't talk about the opposite situation? Well, that's kind of dumb. Like I said, I'm going to get really in-depth next week, but I, all I know is, Cowboys win, they lock in their spot. The Eagles win, it's up for grabs, and um, they could take the division. So, I know that last last game, the chances were like, there's still probably this, like, 32% chance the Eagles win. Um, just enough for me. Just enough for me. The resiliency of Carson Wentz, too, in being able to, Make mount comebacks, and in spite of honestly his mistakes, his fumbles, his turnovers, his struggles he's had um, really since the last couple years. Honestly, he's been one of the worst at fumbles and fumbles lost. He's managed to win games and come to this record. So, oh man, gonna be such a good game! I'm excited. Cowboys are obviously the favorite. It's like a 60-40 split right there. I'm picking the Eagles. They're gonna they're gonna come. Oh wait. Cowboys are going to try and come into Philly, come into the link in that weather, and Eagles are going to light them up. It's probably going to be a really tight game. Probably going to come down to, um, probably going to be pretty close, but fly, Eagles, fly. And that's who I'm picking in this too. I believe they've got what it takes. Take that division, boy. Cardinals, Seahawks, battle the birds. All right, look, Cardinals, you did a great thing last week. Kyler Murray, I've said it every week. I like what that dude's got going. But Russell Wilson is an animal this year, and he's probably going to win MVP. Uh, the Seahawks are going to win because they are they are also fighting for the top spot to try and get a, the best possible seed in, in the playoffs. So, Seahawks it is. Chiefs-Bears. Weather won't affect them. The Kansas City's not too far from Chicago. Chiefs are going to take that win. Once again, they're fighting hard to get the best possible playoff spot. So, here they come. And then, oh, man, this is going to be a great game. Monday night, finally. I, it feels like I haven't said that, that. I haven't got to say that this much this year. I haven't got to make that statement that very much this year. That Monday night football is going to be really exciting. Packers and Vikings. Ooh, and it's a 50-50. It looks like it's 55-45 in favor of the Packers. Man, I don't know. This is a toss-up game. Total toss-up game. Looking back on all my selections, I think I only picked two upsets, and so there's, it's possible that um, that comes back to bite me this week and not trying to pick some more upsets, but hey, we're here. Packers-Vikings, so, you know, looking at it, Packers caught a narrow win against the Bears last week. The Vikings caught a hefty win against the Chargers. Vikings are rolling right now. The Packers, I mean, they're winning still. This one's gonna be in Minnesota. You know, I haven't watched either of these teams much, really, oh, well, really at all, the last few weeks. So it's uh, so I can't even go off that analytic perspective. I'll take I'll take the Packers because in close showdowns, it comes down a lot of times to what can your quarterback do and how can your quarterback rally the team to win a game. Aaron Rodgers. As we all know, is that dude. Kirk Cousins can be that dude when he wants to. Not when he wants to, just when it happens. Um, But he's not consistent about it. So, slight edge. Packers, I'm going to pick the Packers here. But that one can go either way. So, that sums up my picks for week 16. And um, it'll be exciting. I was... Earlier when I was talking to myself and got confused about how many weeks we have left, so next week we will go over the full playoff scenario as we enter Week 17, and we'll all have I'll be better versed on what's going on because a lot of stuff hinges on this week, and then going into the final week, it's like all right. I think it's going to be pretty exciting. There's going to there's a lot of teams. There's a good amount of teams that are in contention. There's a lot of parity going on here. You have a lot more good teams. I think it's going to be a really really exciting playoff picture. I think you're going to there, there's so many. I think you are going to have so many scenarios where it's like if this teams win, but this team loses, and and they but they do well and they score at least. Like you might have some tiebreakers where it's like coming down to how many points they can score in the final week um, versus their respective opponents. To, to settle a tiebreaker. Like, that's exciting. That's awesome. This year in sports, so far, we're seeing better level of parity across the board. NFL and NBA, more parity. It's exciting. Uh, it, it's a good year. Good year all around. So, just like those tires. But that's my picks. Uh, let me know any of your thoughts on my picks or anything that happened last week, anything going into this week. Um, as we enter the playoffs, any ideas for that? I know I... It was a really shambly um, covering of the playoff scenario on my part. I'll own that, but hey, like I said, there's so much going on, so much variability in these last two weeks that I'm going to wait a week and before I really dive into that. Was, that. was that my plan going in to this podcast? Not necessarily, not purposefully. Um, however, it was more like a lack of preparedness, and then I got in and realized, oh yeah, we can talk playoffs, and I realized, playoffs are really complicated, so... We're not going to do that, but ramblingviking at gmail.com, Uh send me an email, Connor, can't wait to hear your email back from this, uh, maybe it is good to take your own advice, and type it out as you're listening, or at least throw some notes down on your phone as you're listening, so you can, uh, because uh, the email you sent me, last about my last episode, I appreciate the feedback, but then you were like, yeah, I forgot my questions, uh, <laughs> once I got to the end of the podcast, which I, I can – that happens to me all the time. That's why I got to keep a running note in my phone for podcast ideas because I'll forget. And then every time I remember them, I'm not in a position where I can easily podcast on or it, it, even in the immediately near future from that point. And so when I sit down, it's like, ah, what did I want to talk about? But all right. I'll end it here. Nice, good episode. Um, ooh, let me know your thoughts on the college football playoff too. Don't forget about that. Chime in on this. Now we're, we're going to start talking that a little bit. So – Anyways, because that's coming next week. So if I, yeah, I should, I'll put my, uh, I'll probably talk a little about that a little bit more on next week's episode just because I'm going to try and get it out there before the playoff on the 28th. Uh, so yeah, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, let me know all your thoughts. Ramblingviking at gmail.com. Thanks.